0: Hey folks, just a quick note up top, there is some weird stuff from my half of this recording. There's occasionally some ripple sounds. Uh, I've tried to mitigate it as much as possible, so I hope you are able to enjoy despite that. Also, from the fact check files, we discuss Abe Vigoda later. He is, in fact, the guy in the fish thing that we talk about. Welcome to Dissecting the 80s. I am one half of the mega-podcasting powers, Triplano with me, as always. You know Dasher and Dancer. Prancer and Vixen, Comet and Cupid, Donner and Blitzen. But do you recall the most famous reindeer of them all? The Macho Mandrew. Andrew Lano. Merry Christmas, happy holidays, happy new year from us at Dissecting the 80s to you.
1: Merry Christmas, everyone. God bless us, everyone.
0: Uh, I had a really straight, I, I, I don't like to turn this into like the trip's personal life hour, but this was, this is a short anecdote. I was at the store the other day picking up a birthday card for a friend and there was these two ladies getting cards on the other side of the aisle. And then one of them very pointedly after their interaction, they were clearly strangers, but talking to each other was like, Hey, it was nice to meet you. Merry Christmas. And no, not happy holidays. Merry oh. Christmas. And I I rolled my eyes so hard on the other side of the aisle, I think she heard me, because I just was like so, so disgusted. So I
1: live my life in a state of Liz Lemon eye roll.
0: <laughs> like, I just could, I, that lady, just too much for me. But
1: You can just say Merry Christmas and leave it at that. Friend, you
0: don't have to, like, not everything you do needs to be a statement. Why don't you tell them who we are?
1: We are Dissecting the 80s, a fortnightly podcast discussing the pop culture of our favorite decade, the 1980s. Be it a movie, a TV show, cultural icon, or a pay-per-view event.
0: You can find more of us at facebook.com slash dissectingthe80s.
1: Instagram.com slash dissectingthe80s or dissectingthe80s on the app.
0: Twitter.com slash Dissectomania and DissectingThe80s.com, which has everything you'd ever want to know about us, the show, and how to get in touch with us, all that fun stuff. Additionally,
1: Probably way more than you need to know. Oh,
0: way more than anyone would ever need to know. Additionally, I'd like to say we are still holding our promotion. For, if you review the show, we will read it on the air. So head on over to the iTunes review section, give us a review, and maybe you'll hear it on the air in a week or two. Beyond that... Tell two friends about the show. If you like it, if you hate it, whatever. We'd just love, you know, if you'd tell two friends. We want to be the pyramid scheme of podcast. To celebrate Christmas, we hung out with our friend, Sam Elliott, and a America reindeer. America's sweetheart, Sam Elliott. <laughs> and a reindeer. You know what that yeah. means.
1: We've got to go back, Marty. we got to go dissect the 80s. It's your reindeer, Marty. Something's got to be done about your reindeer. When the mega powers
2: explode. I'm talking about the 80s. Scott, Green of the crop. Oh, 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 oh yeah, Big a power. Yeah. When this baby hits 88 miles per hour, you're gonna see some serious shit.
0: Uh, so, this week's choice was a 1989 film called Prancer that I chose. Only because Sam Elliott was in it, and I wanted an excuse to watch him on screen. I regret every decision in my life that led me to thinking that was a good choice.
1: I regret your choices.
0: <laughs> I
1: hate it so much.
0: So it sounds like you actually hated this quite a bit more than me, mm-hmm. as far as that goes. I didn't. I, I, we're doing that at the top of the show instead of the bottom, but it, it is a weird movie to be a kids' movie for sure. It's very, very adult and very dark. And
1: well, also I hate her. Like the little girl that carries the picture, I hate her.
0: All right, so let's let's have that conversation first. I I kind of felt guilty in working through this, talk, writing down notes about this because it's the second week in a row we've done a movie that stars a child, and I got to thinking that maybe we sound like bullies when we're making fun of children. So I have to say that the majority of issue I have with this movie is with the actions of the character, and and frankly, the other movie too, Battle for End. But also.
1: Child actors aren't really children
0: <laughs> Well this one never, In
1: our defense Neither
0: of the two that we're talking about acted again So it's not like you're talking about a crazy stage mom They never they never did another project after this
1: Well no, uh, Prancer Earl does
0: She's like a producer and stuff
1: She makes documentaries with her husband Yeah,
0: but she's not an actress I think she's in them But she's not an actress, they're documentaries oh, It's like a subject her. she's passionate about And she you know, knows enough to be an expert yeah, so,
1: She's apparently very keen on the oil crisis Yeah well, like, very, very keen. I'm
0: glad you also did your research because I wanted to talk about that stuff as well. But sh- so I do want to say that the majority of my issues when I'm talking about, like, that's a dumb thing to do. I just want to clarify that I'm talking about the actions of the character. What I'm criticizing there and making fun of is the writing of the movie that we're watching. And it's not necessarily, you know, the eight-year-old who's tasked with making that seem realistic. Just Nine we-
1: times out of ten, I agree. Yeah. So, but there is one time, one times out of ten, that I might be talking about the actual little girl, which
0: is fine. If you want to be a bully and bully small children, you're t- totally fine. I just want, hey, I just wanted learn to, them young. <laughs> I just wanted to be because I had this thought. So I got bored about three quarters of the way through this, and I started looking. Up, <laughs> but
1: that's that. It took that long.
0: <laughs> so I watched the movie in an hour long chunk and then a half hour long chunk. So it was like a Law and Order and then a Parks and Rec. Like it was, it was, okay. it was that kind of kind of segmentation and. In the first chunk, I got I got my mind started to wander about three quarters of the way, about forty five minutes to an hour into the movie. I started looking stuff up, and I I, I came to a thought that I, I hadn't had before. That do you think for someone like the actress in this movie, watching this is as awkward as when we sometimes watch our old family videos? I have to imagine there's a level of awkwardness because we are one of those families where pretty much everything we ever did is captured for posterity. Where our family vacations, Christmas. And I didn't realize
1: how weird that was until I would say to my friends, "Like, oh, we were watching Christmas last night," and they were like, "What?" And I was like, "Yeah, we were watching Christmas, Christmas uh, two thousand two, I think." And they're like, "What do you like, Christmas what?" And I was like, "Like my family's Christmas, like opening the presents. <laughs> we watched that."
0: Yeah, yeah. We have Christmas Eve and Christmas Day for every year of our lives. We have all our most of our vacations. So a good chunk of you know ages birth to twenty or so. Well, I guess no, a good chunk of our lives. Period is. Captured for posterity. And so, you know, Andrew in particular here is signaling you out. we You know, one of the Disney vacation videos starts with you doing the Macarena because it happened to be your favorite thing when you were six or whatever age you were then or four. I
1: think I was four. Yeah, yeah it was it, it 96. Was 96. Yeah, I yeah. was four.
0: So the beginning of our vacation video is Andrew talk like dad doing a. In our kitchen. Yeah. Dad, our home kitchen. <laughs> dad interviewing andrew like a documentarian and talking to him and being like all right talk to me tell me where we're going you know what what are you excited about whatever and andrew's like going through and talking about the the stuff we have to bring on vacation and whatever and it's fun and silly and at this age you're probably not embarrassed by it but there's definitely a point in your life where you're like oh my god like i don't this is terrifying there's a
1: level of embarrassment like i would show my close friends but i don't think i would show like not close, close friends. So
0: when we do our live show, this shouldn't that shouldn't be in the pre roll. No, that is not in the B roll. <laughs> Alright, well we'll see. We'll see. I do have a copy. Maybe it'll be it maybe I'll tag that at the end of this episode, just the audio.
1: Oh my No, because it doesn't make cause mostly it's just moving. It's a visual gag.
0: Yeah, yeah but you talk a lot, so maybe maybe it's the two. Oh, <laughs> But I'm saying – so I had the thought of like, you know, that's kind of embarrassing for us as as people. And I was wondering for this girl who's not an actress anymore – she's still involved in film obviously. But is she like super-duper embarrassed to be watching her six-year-old self running around? Because – I, I six-year-old Trip and six-year-old Andrew were not asked to carry a narrative film, and it's still kind of embarrassing. It was mostly just like, "Hey, do a thing you like," and we were like, "All right, how about this?" And mm-hmm. she's been told like, "All right, you have to carry this entire movie." So good luck to you.
1: I don't know. I think I think I feel like it would be more embarrassing for someone who was still an actor.
0: Yeah, I guess that's a possibility for sure. But I, I just—it was just a thought I had. You know, watching this, I'm going, "Oh, you know, this poor girl. I wonder if she's." I wonder if she's super-duper embarrassed. So anyway, let's get into this dumb movie. It starts off with a children in a classroom, and they're singing.
1: And their sassy-ass teacher. Yeah,
0: she is a picture of, of glor- glory and grace. She's got these Coke bottle frames on, a big old chunky sweater.
1: She's she got the, the glasses chain.
0: Yes, and her, sweat, her, her, uh, her hair is roughly the size of maybe a beach ball?
1: It looks like she stuck her head in a cotton candy machine.
0: <laughs> I mean, it's big hair. That's that's what the, this movie is really about. Big hair, awkward clothes, and giant glasses. Because even the children have like oversized, ridiculous frames. They're barely... Oh, yeah. It looks like the sadness from Inside Out with the big, chunky frames on such a... Yeah, that's movies. exactly what it looks like. Yeah, all of the kids have these terrible things. And we get right into... Uh, long time friend of the show lex johnny galecki well johnny galecki oh. johnny galecki no he is i guess possibly a friend of the show in the future i
1: love johnny galecki he he popped up and i was like hey what are you doing here
0: <laughs> but i'm don't
1: t- you know what you're gonna be in about 25 years
0: a jillionaire for saying really cheesy nerdy lines on television mm-hmm. uh no
1: and making out with kaylee cuoco yeah
0: i mean there are worse lives no what I what I think the most surprising to me was, hey, that's Lex from Jurassic <laughs> Park and who yeah. the hell thought this was okay to be her hair
1: <laughs> seriously she's got
0: it's a super Kate Goslin crazy kind up of. in the front and then in the back is a mullet so it's like a super mullet basically
1: she's got this like wispy crispy fried bangs. like like extra crispy yeah
0: floating up over over her hairline in the front and then the Mm -hmm. back is down to her shoulders and look again i'm not making fun of the kid i'm making fun of the fact that the person who did hair and makeup with this movie looked at that and was like yep good to go and then a director was like perfect go that's
1: also probably a victim of the time period
0: oh absolutely but it's like a mom haircut it's not a kid haircut (laughs) yeah i guess Kids are not supposed to be having trendy haircuts. They're supposed to just have dumb haircuts. That's the point. Just plain haircuts, not dumb haircuts. There we go. Anyway, so they're singing.
1: Uh, I, I hate children singing.
0: <laughs> you are a monster.
1: <laughs> I just mean like in movies. I don't like. I don't. If I if I know I'm going to like a children's chorus or whatever, that's different. But children singing in movies is the worst thing in the world because they they do it on purpose in a way where like. Okay, you three kids are going to sing half a second later than everyone else, and you guys are going to sing a little early, so it sounds a little disjointed, and it's, it's like when moms write the letter R backwards when they sign their kid's name on a card. Right, right. So you, my, you, think, it's
0: it, you think it's the same thing? It's all intentional? It's not just bad Oh, yeah, 100%. Things? Okay. Interesting. I've never thought of it that way, but I guess that does make sense that they want it to sound like a children's chorus. But they, they when
1: a real children's chorus sounds amazing.
0: So they just have this scene in there to single out the little girl as a bad singer, which is kind of mean. Like this,
1: it wasn't. It was more that she was uh, too loud,
0: but loud like, and not good, off key, warbly, and bad. Because if she mm-hmm. was, she was that little girl from School of Rock who does the big solo at the end. I can't remember her name.
1: I can't either. But, that movie is 10 years old. I don't know. But,
0: but if, it, if she's that girl who gets up there and it's just like, you know, Mariah Carey and her way through a song, no one gives one crap if she's loud. It's only because she's terrible. So already I'm like, this poor girl, like all she wants to do is belt out songs to her little heart's content. She just wants to figgy pudding. That's all.
1: She just wants to figgy pudding. Yeah,
0: that's all. So we get out of the classroom. Jesse and Lex from Jurassic Park are down the street.
1: Well, no, they have the pageant. Oh,
0: yeah, you're, you're right.
1: We go yeah, right yeah, into yeah, the pageant. Yeah. There is no
0: yep, yep. To the foreplay. Yeah, yeah. Go
1: for it. Take it. Um, so there's, they're doing their pageant. They're dressed. They have, like, you know, children's pageant costumes on. Jessie is singing full voice, much to the side eye of her teacher. Not voce. It's amazing. The side eye from that teacher is, <laughs> is beautiful. She's not happy. Like, I thought I told you not to do that. We're told to keep it down. And so they're all singing on stage. They have lit candles, which just seems like a safety hazard. Oh,
0: for sure it does.
1: The little snow machine they have, which is when they do the, it's like a, kind of when you take a military cot or a a field stretcher and you bring the poles close together so it creates a dip and you kind of shimmy it to make snow fall out of it. And one side falls, and they just get blanketed in snow, and everybody laughs.
0: <laughs> they, get, they get straight up dumb mm-hmm.
1: So all the kids go to the audience to say hi to their parents. She's got no one there. So she starts tapping on the moon <laughs> it, and, like, it, being a weirdo. It's
0: bizarre. It's, it's so, so strange she just starts poking at this moon model for no reason. But this is what I don't quite understand. It's the Christmas pageant, right? Mm-hmm. So it's presumably right around Christmas break happening. Yeah. Why is it at 2 in the afternoon? Because they're little kids, I guess? Yeah, but they're not, like, little, little kids. It's not like a preschool. Like, presumably they're in school for a full day at this point. Why do they not have it in the evening or something so the parents who work can come to it?
1: Well, apparently every parent could come to it except for Sam Elliott. He
0: has a farm to tend to.
1: That is the the bout that I got was that... Every parent except for Sam Elliott was there. He
0: needs to take a long time to negotiate a tractor deal and then say no thank you at the end because he has no money.
1: He also has to put apples in a machine.
0: Yeah, he has work to do. He can't just be sitting at a child's pageant listening to kids singing off-key and badly. He's got things to do. He's an important man.
1: So then they're going home. Now they're walking home. Right.
0: Uh, This movie, by the way, we find out then, produced by Raffaella De Laurentiis, who is the... Daughter of Dino De Laurentiis. Giada? Well, I'll get to Giada, but she is the daughter of Dino De Laurentiis, who is the producer of longtime favorite of this particular program, Maximum Overdrive.
1: Oh, really? Yeah.
0: The She is the daughter of Dino and the aunt of Giada. Oh, well, look at that. So, yeah, I believe Giada, Giada's relation to Dino is like great-granddaughter or something great Something like great niece, something like that. She's connected, Mm -hmm. but not not directly. Uh, So the townspeople are putting up Santa and his plastic reindeer across Main Street. And wouldn't you know it, Prancer falls apart and crashes to Earth.
1: No, one of the reindeer falls, and she decides that it's Prancer.
0: Well, to to be fair, when you see a depiction of Santa's reindeer, they're generally put up in order.
1: I mean, yeah, but I never think about that.
0: (laughs) You don't love Christmas like this girl does. Because she, as we find out later... Loves Christmas, like, psychotically loves Christmas in a way that's this Okay,
1: I had a note for later. I'm going to say it now. Okay. This film is a film score away from being a Darren Aronofsky psychological thriller.
0: (laughs) (laughs) What makes you say that?
1: That this little girl could be Nina in Black Swan.
0: I haven't seen it.
1: Just, like, losing her mind.
0: Oh, like a Descent into Madness thing.
1: Yeah, Uh, like she is obsessed with Christmas losing her mind. No,
0: absolutely she does. I mean, so let's just get into the thing. So the reason this movie is so dark is because this girl has lost her mother. It's never established when she lost her mother, but it feels recent-ish. It feels like not five years ago.
1: I would say more recent than five, older than one. It
0: feels like this is the first Christmas without mom, to me, because – the way everyone's acting feels like first Christmas without mom. Like the kids don't really know what they're doing. Sam doesn't know what he's doing. And he's obviously got no money cause he's a dirt farmer. And so he,
1: like, he's a moisture farmer, <laughs> like uncle Owen,
0: but like he is struggling and that's fine. Like it's totally, ha- it's totally reasonable, a reasonable depiction of a family with Christmas time and stuff. But I don't quite get how we're supposed to figure out how long ago mom passed because She definitely passed a while ago, but not, you know, so it's fresh. It's fresh enough that it's awkward. And so this little girl is clearly trying to recapture some of the magic she had when her mom was alive, and at every turn people are like, Christmas is fake and God isn't real. I thought that was what you were going to say, that like this is a couple of quick edits away from being a really overt Christian film.
1: I mean, it could be, that too. But I'm more concerned that this little girl who, like, Like, we have a six-year-old niece. Not niece. She's a cousin.
0: She's a second... She's a cousin once a She's a cousin
1: first removed, once removed, or something like that. I I say niece because it's easier. It's just easier. And she's six. And this is behavior that I would expect from her. Right. A six-year-old. This little girl is supposed to be eight, and I think looks nine or ten. Probably right. So I think she is way too old to be so adamant about Santa's existence.
0: Yeah, I mean... I believe for, like, way too long, so I'll cut her some slack there.
1: Well, I was talking... Mom was like, well, maybe it's, like, her the end of her believing. And I was like, Mom, it's not a cliff. Like, you don't just, like, drop. It's not like, Santa is real. No, it's not. That's it's, how it
0: happened start- for, for me.
1: It was, well, that's because someone revealed that to you. No, but I'm just saying. Like, eventually. I thought someone told you. So I thought like someone's kid, one of mom's friends' kids, was like, "Well, Santa's not real."
0: Well, that happens eventually to to a lot of kids, but I don't I don't think it's like a slow descent. I think at some point you're just like, "Well, that doesn't make sense," and then you stop letting the answers be okay.
1: Yeah, I just remember. I remember being like, "Well, how does he do that?" Okay. Yeah, and then they, Well, how does he do that part? Yeah, and, and like each year was like.
0: You start to know, and then you know you get to where you just don't believe it anymore, but this girl clings to it with grim just like grim death she's clinging to this like you'll pry santa away from my cold dead fingers
1: <laughs> it's like and it's, really it's uncomfortable. like like with bloody fingerless like bloody nailless fingers she's holding <laughs> yeah, on to Christmas. And it's,
0: it just makes everything really uncomfortable because people in the town event We're, we'll get there i guess but like the people in the town react in a way that's bizarre she's, as
1: though she's dying
0: yeah they treat her like the the the, the way a town rallies after a, a child with a, with a terrible disease and gets together and helps the the family out it's that kind of thing it's really weird it's really weird yeah so anyway she decides this fallen reindeer is prancer and her
1: and it's it's a plastic reindeer that's shattered a car runs over it and keeps going
0: <laughs> yeah, it does not care disregard for well, because- reindeer life
1: well she's also walking in the middle of the street and lex from jurassic park is like get out of the street (laughs) and she keeps going no hang on and like every time she gets interrupted she has to restart over naming the reindeer and i'm like you're eight it's not impressive that you know the story of the night before christmas
0: (laughs) she really does try like three times to get it out it's so weird
1: and lex keeps being like stop standing in the middle of the road there's a car coming
0: there's three different scenes in this movie where this girl is trying to complete her line and she gets interrupted and starts over. And I genuinely couldn't tell if it was written that way or – Or she
1: just was doing that. it was that. a
0: mistake and I just was very confused. But this is certainly the first the, – the most yeah. memorable one because she – Dasher Dancer. <laughs> <coughs> Dasher Dancer.
1: Dancer prince Get out of the street. <laughs> Dasher Dancer prince There prancer.
0: is a car coming. <laughs> You're in the road. Uh, and it's snowy. It's like, this is very dangerous. <laughs> what you're doing is very dangerous. You need to stop it.
1: You will not last in Jurassic Park. <laughs> I will. So, so she gets way too emotional about this plastic reindeer falling. Yeah. And like, like no, aren't you going to fix it? And they're like, no, it's a plastic reindeer that our town's been putting up for 50 years. It's old as hell.
0: And the guy who, uh, picks up the reindeer has a really great, strange voice. I'm sure he was just a local guy, but he's like, yeah, it looks like Santa's only got seven this year. And Yeah, I love his voice. That's very close to what his voice sounds like, which is funny because it's right, the dumb voice we always use. But he just like picks up the crumpled plastic remains under his arm and walks out of frame <laughs> and, with it.
1: And he doesn't talk to her. Nope. Like, she literally tugs on his coat and is like, aren't you going to fix him? And he just looks at her and then walks away.
0: <laughs> it's so bizarre. Um, anyway, so...
1: Is this where we
0: get we, to... This um, is where Sam Elliott's trying to sell a tractor. and Oh. Yeah, we get back to the farm. Sam's in a negotiation with his John Deere, and the guy offers him, I don't know, $3,000 or something, and he's like, man, that's not enough money. Get out of here. And then he immediately <laughs> picks up a clipper and starts like lopping at a tree branch. And so mm-hmm. the daughter's like, hey, dad. And he's like, man. And she starts like, he's like, I was a pageant." Oh, it was great. It's too bad you weren't there because I was the only kid without their parents at the show. But
1: she's holding her <laughs> shitty paper wings. Yeah,
0: what are those things? And it's just like, dude, you didn't go. At least pretend to care that it happened. You like, I get it. You were busy selling the tractor. Apparently this negotiation You were
1: busy putting food on the table. <laughs> I understand. I empathize, sir.
0: Apparently this was like a sixteen hour tractor negotiation. It was like a like a merger of two companies. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I <was gonna> say, <laughs> and it's de- a business merge. Definitely not two rednecks chewing skull and talking over how much a tractor's <laughs> worth. It should take fifteen minutes. But he's just like angrily chopping tree branches with this lopper thing and and she's so like desperately trying to get attention from her father and he doesn't give a shit it's so depressing
1: so then she goes inside and she's like she goes to her oh, wait, brother wait, wait, wait,
0: wait. i'm sorry I, I have a note i missed so, so she asks him if they're gonna starve like she's legitimately aware that they're in dire financial straits and he says mm-hmm. no we'll eat apples and then he starts a, a bubba gump shrimp rant of <laughs> apple butter, apple salad, apple crisp, apple pie, apple turnovers, and he just keeps naming apple dishes while angrily cutting tree branches. And eventually she just is like, "Well, oh, okay. Uh, it's cold. I'm I'm going to go inside now."
1: So she goes to ask her brother to fix her sled, and he says no because he's a brother. And so she goes into her room and it becomes James and the Giant Peach. What do you mean? With her shitty paper decorations oh. that she puts on the wall and she like puts on a Christmas record. And it was like that scene when he's like when he sings the song and makes the paper lantern oh, that yeah. floats away.
0: The really sad part of James the Giant Peach. The, yeah, the
1: the the cheer up Charlie of James yes, the Giant Peach. Yes. The, the like, mom with the big ass wooden spoon. Yeah,
0: the this should definitely have been cut piece yeah. of the movie. Absolutely. Cut this number. No one wants to hear the mom sing a sad bastard song.
1: Seriously. Uh, so she puts on that, and she puts on her wings again. And I'm like, get out of your costume by now.
0: The costume is the only thing in this Christmas season that's bringing her any joy, and you're trying to take it away from her.
1: No, the reindeer's bringing her joy. We
0: haven't gotten there yet. At this Eye point, roll. it's only only the wings.
1: Mm, fair enough. So she goes downstairs to talk to to eat dinner, and her brother's, her brother's being a jerk, and her, her aunt is it's there? Aunt, is it her aunt? aunt,
0: yeah. aunt? Who is also and married, is... we find out later. Like, why isn't yeah. Uncle Tim also, or whatever the hell why isn't the uncle also at the house that seems very I'm weird assuming
1: he has a real job
0: yeah but it's dinner time what's he doing that's true oh, i guess he does say they live 30 miles away so i guess that is un- not yeah it'd be like okay. living in philly yeah yeah anger rescinded
1: and like it if sam elliot doesn't make eye contact with his daughter in this scene he straight up is looking at his meal and she's looking at him or she's looking at her meal and he's looking at her yeah but they never make eye contact
0: that's weird. I wonder if I, I wonder if the, it's. I I hope it's not one of them was being a jerk because it would probably be Sam Elliott.
1: <clears throat> no, I think it's a little girl.
0: <laughs> but I I wonder if it's just like.
1: I think she went on a rant about oil in the Middle East, <laughs> and Sam was just like, "Nope."
0: <laughs> I thought you were. Gonna, I thought she would make derogatory comments about mustaches, but no, she's <laughs> she's really against oil, and that's what he needs to keep his already
1: starting. <laughs> yeah,
0: I need high quality oil to keep this looking fresh.
1: And she she had some really stilted dialogue to her brother about why are you so vile or whatever. She, she, she uses a word that like is way too big for an eight year old. Absolutely,
0: there's a, there's you... a couple. that Honestly, uh, that's my biggest problem with this movie is the writer wrote a bunch of dialogue. The writer, by the way, is the same guy who wrote Jumanji.
1: Seriously, yeah.
0: And additionally, circa two thousand one, Prancer two.
1: Oh, I saw there was a Prancer return So keep an eye and out. The Prancer didn't do anything.
0: Yeah, I don't quite understand that part either, but again, we'll we'll get there. So, there's this awkward fast-forwarding for the awkward dinner conversation because it doesn't really do anything. But you're right. She she has a bunch of lines where clearly they were ri- lines written by an adult that coming out of a child's mouth. And it's awkward.
1: And that's why I think that's part of it because like in my head I'm like, "You look older, you act older, like you're talking much older. You're a little old to be super into Santa Claus right, still." Right. Like,
0: and it's not like I know adults who are super into Christmas that really just love
1: Christmas. I get, but not super into Santa Claus. Not
0: even that, like I get. If I guess you're, it's
1: not like a Lenny situation.
0: No, but I get if you're just like into it. You like Santa. You you are aware that it's not real, but it is an enjoyable thing for you. So you're into it. Like I, I make no judgments about that. But it's weird in this child thing because everyone just it doesn't feel like that. Where she she's aware that it's fake, but it gives her joy, so she believes it. It's more like.
1: She genuinely believes it.
0: You're, you're being real weird, kid. What are you doing?
1: It's it's also like when they bring a Santa to an adult office Christmas party. Yes. McDonald. Like, Why? Who is you're who all is adults this for?
0: Who is this for?
1: <laughs> who what's the tar- what's the demo here? Yeah. You, what's the target? Are you demo? You trying
0: to do weird, sexy Santa things? Because that's what you're trying. To that's where you're going, and it's going to be uncomfortable. Side note: Because Kim from
1: HR should not be in that Santa suit. No.
0: What is she doing? What is she doing?
1: Well, no one told her to do that. No,
0: she just showed up in the Santa suit, mid-riff out. What are you doing, Kim? <laughs> this isn't she tied appropriate. it.
1: She tied it around her waist like Britney Spears and Baby One More Time.
0: You, of all people in this office, should know that's wildly inappropriate.
1: But that's why she's doing it. Because who's going to report her, and to whom?
0: That's right. She's, she's untouchable. That's she
1: is HR. <laughs>
0: <laughs> can I say, this has nothing to do with this movie whatsoever, but can I say... Sexy Santa things is by far the least appealing thing on earth to me.
1: I know. You always say that.
0: I heard that song on the radio this morning when I was driving Santa home. Santa Baby? Yeah. It weirds me the F out. More than the date rapey Christmas... Whatever the hell it's called. It's I, called again, outside. we
1: just had the conversation that I'm over people making that <laughs> comment. But I'm that
0: saying it, more than... Not that...
1: Okay. That, okay. I should clarify. Not that I think like the date rape... <laughs> that rape culture shouldn't be a stat... Like, commented on. I get it. But we that song has been talked to death we all get it by now like you're not funny and original and creative and edgy the
0: joke is old is what you're saying it's, it's not... very old yeah yeah, yeah 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 i i would rather listen to that than weird sexy cooing at santa it's, it's like out.
1: pointing out like oh isn't you know the way that mickey rooney played an asian man in breakfast with tiffany super <laughs> racist like yeah it is we <laughs> we're, know that
0: we're, it's super established Got it. Super got it. Thank you.
1: Everyone <laughs> is on board. <laughs>
0: All right. Anyway, mini, mini soapboxes descended from. It's sli- it's time to go sledding. It's time to go sledding.
1: So they're going sledding. Lex
0: and Jesse.
1: And this is where Lex is like, you know, the present. Maybe they're going to get married or whatever. Don't be repulsive. She's married to my uncle, blah, blah, blah. Right. And then there's a very awkward. <clears throat> oh, Santa brings the presents.
0: Wait. Time out. Is she what? a quote unquote aunt? And not a real aunt?
1: Oh, like a special friend?
0: Yeah. So maybe there's like a swingers thing happening. Maybe that's why <sighs> Sam's mad is he's trying to, he he was he into it and alone. he's not anymore and he wants soul, like soul relationship status. No more Polly. Uh,
1: I like that idea.
0: <laughs> she's quote unquote Aunt Sarah, not real Aunt Sarah, sister of he, of, of the dead mom.
1: hmm. But she's like, Santa Claus brings the presents. My mom told me and she would never lie to me. And I was like, oh. <laughs>
0: Because, again, kid with a dead mom, you can't really argue with that.
1: When this bucket of cold water hits your sleeping face, you are...
0: (laughs) That's the thing that's messed up about it, too, is because that's really, I think, the secret to her desperate clinging is if Santa isn't real, then her dead mom is doubly fallible, and so the dead mom is now, like, doubly sad for her. I can see that. So maybe that's part of it, too. But anyway, it's awkward. And it's the first and of then all many of a sudden of she's like,
1: oh, okay, never mind. You're right. Okay. <laughs> Lex is just like, okay, sorry. She just
0: basically goes, oh, look, sledding. Bye. And just <laughs> like, hops on her sled. She goes zipping down the hill and the little and so girl goes right uh, after her. They're
1: zipping down this one giant hill. And then like, we see curtains move in a window to look at the children. And the wicked witch of Cloris Leachman <laughs> dressed literally dressed like a witch. She
0: is so dressed like a witch. <laughs> waving I, her she, shovel in the other like a she is dressed so much like a witch that i thought this movie had an actual witch like i was like <laughs> yeah wait this movie has magic too what in the hell what is this movie
1: that has has santa's reindeer and magic
0: that's too many keep your magic out of a star <laughs> wars keep your magic out of a reindeer movie i don't need <laughs> she's
1: it. waving her shovel telling the kids to get <laughs> off her lawn
0: <laughs> and then the girl she has this I guess they're rose bushes. It's some flower. Her sled is
1: broken, though, which we established and then didn't really talk about. Yeah, that's right. So she can't steer. Yeah.
0: And so she goes straight into this patch of flowers and...
1: Straight runs over three bushes.
0: (laughs) And it's one of those scenes where clearly they shot it at one one thousandth of a mile an hour and sped the film up. Because she, like makes these really hard turns it's like boom hard left hard right hard right hard left hard It's right. <laughs> like she's steering into the bushes yeah, it's really really bad and it's clearly like someone's yanking a rope and crashing it in and it's yeah. also significantly larger than the, than the girl's body for like five seconds while it goes through the trees and then it's back to a child like they- so then
1: she keeps zipping and crouches her body low enough to go under Cloris Leachman's front gate to her driveway.
0: And then poor Cloris Leachman I think really slipped. <laughs> she
1: definitely that was real. That was not scripted. And the, the,
0: there's enough clearance for a little girl on a sled so Cloris Leachman goes like up to, like, up to her waist and she, she could go all the way through but then her coat would be like lifted up in the wrong way. And so poor Cloris Leachman is clinging desperately to this shovel and this gate as she's like she's kicking As her. one leg one
1: foot is straight out in front of her under the gate and the other one is crouched behind her trying desperately to stay in the snow
0: it's so funny why they left that taken i will never know but it's hilarious it's the looking. same
1: reason they left the bang on the drum taken
0: <laughs> huh. i i legitimately laughed out loud watching that the first time i watched it as well so that, it, that it, I, I wish there was a gif of it i need that in my life oh my god so,
1: i would i wish i knew how to make gifs so, i would do somebody
0: that. gif that please
1: <laughs> I would use that all the time because I send gifs to everyone when uh, I text. Yeah. It's... So I'm like I would just use "closely" leash been trying not to fall. Yeah,
0: that would be perfect. I've been it. So they
1: sled one time and then they go home.
0: <laughs> well, they did get chased by a witch to be fair. I feel like <laughs> that counts as a special sledding session if a witch tries to eat you. <laughs>
1: Yeah, but like there's one hill to sled on in this whole town. Yeah, I think that, that isn't that's very a, rural. I think
0: that's it. There's just the one. The witch You
1: live on a farm, little the girl. The witch's
0: hill is the only one.
1: <laughs> Old witch hill. Yeah,
0: you know, the one over there with the crazy witch on it.
1: <laughs> then every other side is covered in thorns, so you can only sled into the witch's house. <laughs> Uh, so she walks home And suddenly it feels like a horror movie It so
0: feels like a horror movie And I was
1: I was like can Prancer gore her that, Like is it? can it be that movie My
0: note is 100% if this is real this child is dead And it's, she gets gored by a deer
1: I wanted her, Prancer to come out Gore her against a tree And then find the rest of her family You
0: know maybe we should just write a messed up reindeer movie I don't think that's ever happened
1: I'd be down with that
0: Krampus was awesome Maybe that's the thing
1: It would be like the Jack Frost but less sucky the scary Jack Frost, but less sucky. Yeah,
0: I mean that's really not hard to achieve. That movie's terrible.
1: Yeah, it really it's bad.
0: Speaking of the reindeer, mm-hmm. it's not real cute. No, so, reindeers aren't cute. No, they're like kinda... real
1: reindeers aren't cute.
0: Actually, another side note to the side note: I was talking about this movie in the context of some other Christmas movies at the theater in Baltimore. I've been volunteering, and this girl who was there painting some sets like heard the conversation and started she heard the conversation started talking to us and she was like oh are you talking about Prancer and I'm like yeah she's like I love that movie when I was a kid I was like uh, have you watched it lately and she was like um last year and I was like and you felt like it held up and she was like yeah and I was like all right well I'm about to make fun of it a whole bunch and she goes no you know what you should make fun of this when I was a kid I I, she said, I thought until very recently that reindeer weren't a real thing. <laughs> and I was like, you mean flying reindeer, right? Like, at least you were like... Uh, but,
1: Cognizant enough to know that they, deer, they, reindeer yeah, were a and thing. and she was like,
0: no, no, no. Like, I did. I thought it was just... A, the whole thing was made of kitten caboodle. <laughs> but there was, like, no real animal that looks like that. And I was like, but you like this movie? And she's like, yeah. And I'm like, so what did you think was in the movie? And she's like dude, of the Hutt's not real. And I was like, oh, my God. This is really <laughs> what you thought? That's the best thing in the whole world. So That's amazing. So that- Job
1: of the Hutt's not real.
0: <laughs> so anyway, this girl 100% gets gored by a de- deer. It's
1: 100%. I wanted it so bad.
0: And instead what happens, she just is like, hey, you must be Prancer.
1: You have to be Prancer. That's the only logical explanation for a deer in the woods. <laughs>
0: like, uh, no. It could be like a lot of things. It's least likely is Prancer.
1: Yeah. And I also, I think that's my problem is that I know Santa isn't real. So like the whole movie, I'm just frustrated that this little girl probably has rabies (laughs) from hanging out with this reindeer so much. She
0: would too, because the reindeer should be goring her, not just nuzzling up next to her. So it's definitely infected.
1: Yeah, 100%. Yeah,
0: it's definitely a problem. So somehow we fast forward to school lunch the next day, and Lex and I mean, I don't. There may be movie in between, but I don't care, and you shouldn't either. The, Lex is sitting there. At, oh no, she
1: ta- she tries to tell her dad about it. Oh, does she? Yeah, I remember because she's like, "Dad, I saw a reindeer in the woods," and he's like, "Do you know who just called the house? Old, <laughs> old witch Cloris Leachman." <laughs> and she says, "He ran over all her flowers," and like, she, he's very serious. Like, please, I told you to stay away from her. You need to stay away from her. She doesn't like children, and the whole time she's just. Dad, I saw a reindeer. It was real. It was furry. Dad. Kid, (laughs) we've
0: eaten nothing but apples for two weeks weeks i need you to understand that we don't have money The people in this town i can't town,
1: afford to replace cloris leachman's bushes
0: people in this town have bought their year's worth of apples we're done there is no more money to it's be made. winter
1: it is not apple season anymore there's no
0: more blood to be wrung from this stone kid we're done we're finished kaput there's
1: we're done though
0: we're eating apples for four months until the spring comes that's it and then we'll eat fresh apples <laughs> Please don't make me pay for rose bushes.
1: <laughs> and she just turns away she's, oh. and she just wanders into the house.
0: So the next day at lunch, she's eating with Lex and trying to get Lex to believe that she has a <laughs> She's met Francer. And Lex is, this is the best of, of anything I've ever seen her in, which admittedly is like three movies. But three <laughs> Isn't she Tremors, in this and dress. Yeah, party? that's the three. Okay, I was like, I was just. Oh, and dra-
1: and she makes a cameo in another dress. Okay,
0: party. so four. But the little girl is desperately trying to get her friend to believe that she saw pranzer
1: And Lex is essentially like should be drinking a coffee <laughs> and like having a philosophical discussion Smoking a in her cigarette. in her philosophy class. Yes,
0: but she goes. But before I'll let you do that. But before that, she goes. Uh, you can eat your pickle and just shakes it and starts eating it like mid conversation about Prancer, and yeah. she's like, "I saw a reindeer and it was Prancer," and she's like, "Uh huh." You gonna eat that? <laughs>
1: Doesn't even wait for the answer, just eats the <laughs> just pickle. Just going
0: to town on that pickle. But go ahead with the philosophy thing.
1: She's like, "Well, Santa's not real. I I don't believe in him anymore." I'm sorry I, I i haven't i've never seen him and i've done a lot of looking and the little girl instantly goes well god's not real Does that the god we, we can't see god does that mean he's not real and i just kind of went shoulders to the ear of oh my god <laughs> what is about to happen this is
0: about to get interesting
1: <laughs> let me get some popcorn
0: <laughs> and
1: so my lex, god that's
0: atheism music what's he doing here <laughs>
1: and lex without batting an eyelash picks up her milk like it's like the Kermit drinking the tea <laughs> meme, and she goes, "Maybe he's not."
0: <laughs> just don't cold killer. Just don't yeah. cold killer. And then the little
1: girl goes, "Well, then what if God's not real? What about heaven?" And she goes, "Maybe that's not real
0: either." <laughs> <laughs> oh, the poor little girl is wrecked. <laughs> just wrecked
1: (laughs) like lex took her to the library and just read her (laughs) so she gets so angry and like flip a table angry (laughs) at lex
0: she does which is a reasonable thing for a kid to do but it's this scene is bananas
1: and Lex goes, what did I do wrong? Which is why I think it's been older than a year because if your best friend's mom died, you wouldn't be talking about that. I
0: don't know. I, I still am going to chalk it up to like probably just a stupid kid.
1: You think Lex is a stupid kid? Yeah. After everything in this movie <laughs> that has established her as like a, a philosophy major in college? But
0: like kids don't have a lot of tact, so they can amass knowledge, but they're not great at figuring out when and where to deploy it. I feel like that's a lot of... What growing up is is figuring out when to tell your friend that you don't believe that there's a god or a heaven and that your or friend Santa Claus. that your fuck well, yeah, but that like your friend's mom died and is now worm food and that's it forever. That's uncomfortable mm-hmm. for people to hear, so you got to learn how to do that tactfully instead of just maybe there is no heaven. <laughs> As I said, I imagine her smoking a cigarette while she's doing this, like just casually, just you know, I don't know, maybe there is no heaven. <sighs>
1: No, I liked the the Kermit drinking yeah, that tea. That was
0: perfect. No, you, you crushed it. You crushed it. <laughs> take nothing away.
1: <laughs> Maybe there is no God.
0: Because <laughs> that's what she does. She just casually takes a swig of a uh, old, you know, vitamin D fortified milk. There. Yeah.
1: And so she goes up to get away. Because what did I do wrong? And the little girl says, "If heaven's not real, then what about my mom?" And I don't remember what Lex says, but I think it's something akin to, "What about her?
0: <laughs> <laughs> she, she 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 she's dead."
1: It's a little girl puts her like throws her hands on her hips and then trying to be Shirley Temple way and storms off. mm -hmm. I hate her.
0: (laughs) She, I think, just leaves school, but somehow it's like eight o'clock at night. Suddenly, I don't I didn't quite figure out how we got there. But
1: yeah, all of a sudden it's late. Yeah. And she hears a gunshot in the woods
0: and she's walking. And then the Sam Elliott pulls up next to her in the truck. And he goes, get get in.
1: Hell in.
0: (laughs) And he goes, a hunter's going to shoot you.
1: Because to be fair, they would.
0: <laughs> I mean, I hopefully not. She's wearing a pink coat.
1: I don't. It's she's she's. I don't. I would be so scared to, for my daughter to be in the woods at night where hunters live.
0: No, agreed. It's a reasonable fear. But so this is a, a great. The, he pulls her into the truck and. You know, being trapped in a truck with somebody is not the best place to have conversation. There's it's if, where the
1: sex talk usually happens.
0: It happened for me was in the nope. front of a pickup truck. It is not the where where you want to have an awkward, uncomfortable conversation because there's no air and nowhere to go. And if you're in a car, it's not like you can leap into the back seat, but it feels less confined. Like you could, yeah, it feels like you could. <laughs> like you're not in a phone booth. You're in a phone booth when you're in the front of a truck cab. And he goes essentially. You know it's been really hard for me, and uh, well, I just uh, I'm worried about being able to feed you. And uh, your aunt Sarah says she'll take you in for a while. So she's the girl's just flabbergasted at this, but like blown away that her dad's just shipping her off, and he's just like, you know, uh, know, it's it's only it's only thirty thirty miles or so. Also, that deer you keep talking about, I'm gonna shoot it. It's not real,
1: but she also this is no. He says he's gonna shoot
0: it. He,
1: but they haven't hit the deer yet.
0: Oh, okay. That happens as they're having the fight. I'm sorry. Yeah. My notes got jumbled. All right. Sorry, sorry, sorry.
1: And she, but because she's flip-flopping between, like, I don't know. She's she's very juvenile in her thinking, which is why I think she's losing her mind.
0: Just a descent into madness?
1: Yeah, because she goes, like, 30, it might as well be 11 bajillion, gazillion miles. I'm like You're an eight, girl.
0: Well, to be fair... She lives within walking distance of the school, and Sam Elliott couldn't be bothered to come to her pageant, so maybe it might as well be 11 to miles, because sure as shit, he's not driving 60 miles round trip to spend time with her.
1: Yeah, but her aunt comes to the farm all the time.
0: I thought the aunt was living at the farm.
1: No, I think her aunt visits uh, okay. to help, like a nanny situation. Um,
0: then they hit the And
1: different- she's like, please, 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 please. And he's like, shut up. <laughs>
0: As was I, in, in, like, in do you, on my couch.
1: You don't have food here. You don't have toys here. I can't provide for you, and your aunt and her husband can. To, Go do that. Yeah,
0: to get out of here, kid. Like, come on.
1: It's like the end of Harry and the Hendersons.
0: <laughs> Go on, Harry. Possible stay tuned, by the way. Possible. <laughs>
1: Go on, Jesse. Don't you see I don't want you anymore?
0: <laughs> that was, I think, a 30 Rock episode. It was okay. it was great okay because i i have a really vivid memory of just having seen that scene uh oh yeah it's, and john uh, look how cameos at the end he does yeah, 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 yeah,
1: how do i get out of this building
0: <laughs> so at this point they hit the deer now the prancer are... they
1: almost hit the deer and she loses her mind she runs towards it and he's like no you idiot that's a wild animal <laughs> get away
0: and then he says i'm gonna shoot it and he opens the door and reaches in the back of the truck where presumably because his its leg is
1: hurt yeah and In that mindset, yes, it's just going to be wolf food. Uh,
0: Well, also, they could eat it. And as we've established, they're eating nothing but apples for four months, so this would be a boon to the family's welfare. They're
1: eating apple butters on apple bread.
0: (laughs) Right. This would be great for them. Um, At this point – did you watch it on ABC Family? No. Okay. So at this point, it goes to commercial where ABC Family is promoting a back-to-back showing of the Polar Express and that weird Scrooge that's also motion capture – which I dubbed the Nightmare Hard double feature because... <laughs> yeah, what is up with that? <laughs> I don't know. What's up with that Grindhouse yeah, double it, feature? It is. It's totally a Grindhouse double feature. Uh, this movie is airing on ABC Family a whole bunch in the next week, if you're really curious, by the way. so
1: You shouldn't be. I, I
0: mean, don't, but it, it's available.
1: So they're fighting, and she's grabbing a loaded gun. <laughs> yeah. Not and then the deer disappears.
0: Scampers off into the woods, which is funny because it had a broken leg. It doesn't ago. even
1: scamper. It disappears because it's magic. Um, so she goes to bed and then the barn doors are open in the middle of the night and she wakes up <clears throat> and the reindeer is in the barn and but, she decides she has to hide. The it.
0: shot is great though, because it's like her with a flashlight. So it's panning around the barn and it's like cow, cow, horse, cow, cow, reindeer.
1: It's it's a horror movie shot. It is. I was waiting for her to pan to someone with a machete and jump at her.
0: Yeah, you could absolutely recut this as a horror movie without a whole lot. Take
1: the flashlight sequence from another horror movie and stick it in there. Right,
0: right. So she goes to get Prancer food, which, you know, I'm expecting, I don't know, anything but a cookie. And
1: nope. (laughs) She gets a plate of Christmas cookies. That is your family's treat for the year, little girl. (laughs) Also,
0: deer don't eat cookies.
1: Yeah, we gave them carrots as a child.
0: But reindeer don't eat cookies. Like... I realize you're a child, but you know this is an animal, right? Like, the cows don't eat cookies. This isn't food yeah, for them. Yeah, but him. it's one
1: of Santa's reindeer.
0: <laughs> so they have a magical Christmas-based diet? Yeah, it's like the elves. <laughs> an elf. Just sugar and, and egg Sugar, egg.
1: candy cane, candy corn, and syrup. Um, So she lures it into another a second barn they have across a frozen pond. <laughs> and I was kind of like, is it going to be a wonderful life situation where she falls <laughs> through the pond?
0: or Or just the best... Horror movie situation in the world of the, the the swamp monster decides at that moment to break through the ice and oh my god depth.
1: can you imagine
0: <laughs> I can because it would be a better movie than this
1: the the, the like icy fish monster yeah oh, I wish now <laughs> um,
0: so she takes him so into the other barn and she's like checking on him a couple days like, the next day or whatever and he still and then like she he's goes dying. to get
1: uh, Abe Vigoda, <laughs> the town veterinarian
0: yes. who. I don't think Abe Vigoda has ever played a role where he didn't seem like he was just over it.
1: <laughs> I don't think he's ever not played Abe Vigoda.
0: But but he plays Abe Vigoda who is at the end of his fucking rope. Every <laughs> I think that's I think that's just who he is I, in life. I, I though. I know I know, but it just is hysterical that it is just every movie is just him going, Ugh, fine. Like that's his whole life apparently.
1: What you say? What?
0: which is one of his lines that is one of his lines is he alive by the way uh let's find out because when i got bored in this movie i started thinking as i normally do of like some of the people who don't work often we could probably get an interview for this show and i was like oh maybe i'll get this girl for an interview and she is reachable but timing wouldn't have worked out to try to do that
1: I'm also scared that she would be crazy. Yeah, I
0: know, but I feel like that would be... Oh, it says he's still alive. All right, good for you, Abe. What's he like? He's 92. Yeah, Abe. Somebody get Abe Vigoda in a movie. What's he doing? Hang
1: on, he's done something recently, I have to think. He was in a Snickers he looks, commercial. He looks so... From, oh, that might be it. He was
0: in one of those... M-
1: mistaken reports of his death. In 1982, people mistakenly referred to him as dead. The same mistake was made in 1987. In 2001, a website mounted with one purpose, to report whether Abe Vigoda was dead or alive. 2009 he appeared on the today show he was doing he said he was doing well and joked about previous reports of his death
0: <laughs> what was he plugging in 2009
1: i don't know he was just he <laughs> just, just completed the, a just... voiceover for an h&r block commercial
0: <laughs> so it was just the yep a- <laughs> hey
1: Abe Vagoda, are you still alive
0: <laughs> right after this commercial break we'll have abe Vigoda confirming that yes he is alive,
1: <laughs> alive. oh wait i've just been told that that was the entire segment <laughs>
0: abe how you doing and he just waves and then are like (laughs) all right thanks abe uh but al with the weather um you know what that is a hundred percent some intern found that website pitched it to their producer and they were like all right let's bring abe on that's funny
1: it's like when 30 rock makes fun of the today show all the time yeah oh man that's
0: amazing
1: oh my god what Abe Gota was revealed to be the wombat, a furry dancing character who is part of the Abe Vagoda Dancers during the band Fish's performance at Boardwalk Hall in Atlantic City.
0: Seems bananas.
1: I would think so because he's like a ninety-two. Right. I'm gonna go to his website. Is Abe Vagoda dead or alive? Is it? I hope it's just like isabegota.com.
0: I, I I assume it would be com and it would just say no in big letters. I hope so. Uh,
1: it's 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 and it just says Abe Vagoda is alive, <laughs> and the word alive is in a slightly different font, so you know that's the that's the changing one, and it's a picture
0: of him. Oh man, I, I that's that's a that's a silly thing. That's delightful. <laughs> I hope that Abe is in good health.
1: It was uploaded. It was oh today. De- for the record,
0: out. people have been asking if he's alive or dead now for thirty. 30- That's what happens
1: when you're a million years old.
0: (laughs) Seven years before Prancer came out, people were like, "He's dead." And then two years before Prancer came out, they were like, "Oh yeah, Bogota is dead." And then he was (laughs) in this movie, and then that was not even 1990. Oh, that man! Oh, that is a treasure. He is a treasure. He's the best part of this movie by far, and he's only in it for like four minutes
1: everyone's in it for four minutes
0: but he so she she convinces him to come to look at the reindeer and he's like i've literally i haven't slept i was up all night with this cow she's like
1: and she just uses her child power of screaming in his face to get him to show up
0: so he marches into the barn he's like yep that's a deer all right goodbye
1: and gets into his car and she clings onto the side of his car while he's trying to drive away Yep,
0: and won't let go
1: he says i have a sick wife to tend to Also, I'm running on three hours of sleep. Also, I'm tired.
0: Also, I'm a vet, and that's a deer, and no one cares about that. Who's paying me for this?
1: Yeah, exactly. Am I billing
0: that to the family accounts? Yeah, and she's...
1: Like, go tend to your sick wife, Abe Vigoda.
0: Right? Be a good husband. Right. So he tells her he's going to look in to see if it escaped from this Christmas extravaganza just up the ways, and she decides to write a letter to Santa and take it to the mall Santa, who she knows isn't...
1: Well, she also has a really sad moment of yelling about doctors
0: oh yeah that's how that's that okay i wrote so dark and underlined it and i couldn't remember what that's he
1: probably couldn't help her because doctors just lie they never make anyone actually better and
0: then there's like a sad score underneath and he just looks at her like oh yeah your (sighs) mom damn it so he he leaves he's like i'll come back and check on it she goes to to mall santa to deliver a message to the real santa and she gets on mall santa's lap and she starts rattling off this story he
1: instantly says they establish that she's too. Uh, she's supposed to be not believing in Santa because she you're gets right. on his lap and he says, "Aren't you a little heavy to be on my lap, little yeah, girl?" Yeah,
0: and it's not like she's a fat kid. Is definitely. He's saying
1: you're old. Yeah,
0: and she pulls out a hostage picture of Prancer. Like <laughs> yeah. it's got today. <laughs> like there should be is, a newspaper exactly. next. Exactly. <laughs> she's holding it up next to his head and taking a Polaroid and like, "Hey, <laughs> I've got Prancer. You let Santa know if I don't get t- presents under the tree this year." <laughs>
1: If I don't get my mom back, he'll get Prancer's head in his bed.
0: Exactly. I'm going to godfather the shit out of this reindeer. (laughs) Abe Pagoda's here. He knows what's up. He was in those Can you
1: imagine if someone put eight reindeer heads in Santa's bed?
0: (laughs) I would have seen that now. Can somebody doodle that? Oh, oh, oh. (laughs) no it's nine there's like a blinking light between his feet and he's like what's that and he pulls it off from the from the bottom up because then <laughs> there's first it's rudolph's head and then the covers keep coming back and he's lined on either side oh my door. god he thinks he thinks it's mrs claus and he like reaches over to grab her and it's one of their carcasses
1: <laughs> oh god and mrs claus did it
0: <laughs> she's standing there in the doorway like
1: <laughs> holding a chainsaw <laughs>
0: you don't respect me
1: (laughs) there is actually a movie called mrs claus mrs santa claus starring angela lansbury and it's a musical
0: in so in Uh,
1: if it's an 80s movie we should have done that We
0: should have it must not be because i think i looked up all of them so mall santa's like uh well i'll do whatever i can kid like because she instantly goes
1: yeah you're not real santa i know that I, don't, I have no time for – no non-essential chatter, dude.
0: Right. And so I, this must have been where I started to get bored because I feel like I missed some things. But somehow this letter that she wrote and the picture end up at the local newspaper.
1: He drops it off there.
0: Oh, the mall Santa did yeah oh okay i missed that i don't know
1: why he dropped it off there who he knows there but he did
0: well that's the thing as a former small town newspaper reporter i can tell you that a lot of people based on movies i think have this weird idea that reporters are just people that can fix problems for them because i would get calls about people like not getting their comcast serviceman to come and they're like isn't that a story and i'm like no to who who would why is that a story no who cares yeah. and they're like well can't you do something about it i'm like no i'm not comcast like deal with the problem <laughs> with the person providing we are it.
1: we are the print media <laughs> we, they are our enemy
0: <laughs> like i don't how would i possibly be of help to you but people will call with shit like that all the time like can't you do something about this this injustice and i'm like one that's not really an injustice and two no i have nothing to do with that I could maybe write a story on it, right. but it would
1: be a very short story. <laughs> right. It would be, this man didn't get his Comcast service. Right.
0: Like, Period. No one would care about that. Go take it up with Comcast. So maybe it's that. They just assume that because of like Jimmy Stewart or something, that all reporters are these wunderkinds who can take care of all their problems.
1: Yeah. So he shows up and be like, hey, buddy, I know you were looking for something, so here's a story I think you're going to like, and drops the Polaroid stuff on his desk. So the, Her brother is uh, in the barn making fun of her and goes, just so you know, you can't keep stealing the feed from the barn to feed this reindeer because dad notices and is going to be waiting with his shotgun to catch to shoot. The deer eating the food that this family pays for that they probably can't afford.
0: <laughs> the food, the, wh- the cows are probably eating better than them at this point. Yeah. They're strictly apple based diet.
1: <laughs> and so she goes. well, how are we supposed to buy food? And he's like, maybe you should have thought of that before you decided to adopt a reindeer. <laughs>
0: So she decides to do what every little kid does in a movie, odd jobs.
1: And so she shows up at Cloris Leachman's house, and Cloris Leachman looks like she's a bad Jessica Lange cosplay from today.
0: (laughs) Her hair's a mess.
1: She looks like a witch. Yeah, it's weird. And it's shot in a way to make you think that she's a witch.
0: Absolutely it is. She lives in like a weird house that kind of looks like a church from the outside. It's bizarre. Mm -hmm.
1: I want her robe, though. Of course you do. She's got this row with like the big bell sleeve of like a wizard, and it flares at the bottom, and it's got a hood. I want this. It's
0: I want this podcast to get big enough that when you say shit like that, there's this like ongoing drawing of you with all of these different accoutrements from the movies we watched that you were wearing. Oh my god! So like you've got like the Marty McFly hat and this, and so the shoes from whatever, and the backless dress from Vibes that you're just <laughs> the like wearing Yeah, that you're just wearing all of these things.
1: Oh my god. Or someone could send it to me, <laughs> and
0: I'll take a photo in it.
1: So Cloris Liesman, like opens the door crack and like, squeezes her face out. And is like, you should it apologize. Looks like
0: the, the guy from The Wizard of Oz. <laughs> yeah. she,
1: or Here's Wizard Johnny. Yeah. <laughs> She's a cross between Here's Johnny yes. and and the gatekeeper in Wizard of Oz. So she complains about children and goes to slam the door. And the little girl like shoulders her way onto it to open it back up. But it goes, wait a minute. I can do things for you around the house.
0: Yeah, For, for $5, yeah, clean any room, room you want. For
1: $5. And the woman is very much like, I'm being sneaky. Come on in. And does the look around and like yeah. shuts the door. Because and that's, this is her. the
0: prelude to her putting the child in an oven and eating it because she's like, yeah. clean in there, whomp, crank, <laughs> Clean inside <Yeah>. the oven. <laughs> yeah. like I've this, seen this that. This walk-in oven. I know that fairy tale. I know what's <laughs> what. I know what's going on here. She's also a turns terrible her door liar the because witch. Course Leachman's like, oh what charity is this for and the little girl's like uh look around look around look around an animal shelter like kid kid, if you were going to lie and say it's for charity you think of the charity and then you tell that lie
1: (laughs) yeah like come on you can't you can't do step three without doing steps one and two right right uh so she she gets her into the house and she shuts and locks the door and you're like, is she going to murder her?
0: She, is this a murder movie? I, I'm, I literally believed at this point there was an oven going to be involved in this.
1: There's four times in this movie where all of a sudden I thought I was watching a horror movie and got into it. Yeah. And then they lost me again. So she she walks, opens this door to this giant room full of sh- everything you can imagine. It's like a hoarder's room. And she goes, okay, you can start here. And the little girl goes, this looks like a $10 job. No, <laughs> this looks
0: like a 10-hour job.
1: Yeah, and Chloris Leishman goes. Yeah, you said five, kid. Sucks to suck. It shuts the door.
0: <laughs> it's a frightening amount of work she expects this child to do. Like, yeah, on what planet is this kid doing more than running a vacuum around?
1: So Chloris Leachman's in there helping her, being like, "Okay, take that upstairs. Put that over there. Do that with this. This with this." And it kind of like get a little chummy, and it gets a little sweet. It starts to and be the girl like goes, a
0: fixing stuff up montage with no music. Yeah,
1: it's uh, like the Mat- in Matilda at right. the end. So. She goes upstairs to put something away And she sees this giant light up star And in my head I thought Oh my god Was Cloris Leishman a performer And we're gonna see Like this is part of her marquee Oh man And she's gonna have to sing a song Or something Oh to sing, man and Perform to That save... would've
0: been so much better
1: Right though Yes I was so excited cause I was like She's dressed like You know yep. an, an old movie yep. star She's Everything makes sense yep, now yep.
0: She's the Miss Havishim Of old movie stars
1: She's got a She's She's Kramer's landlady Yes and she's got a music room full of music and a piano. No. It's just a bunch of Christmas decorations. So all of a sudden, Cloris Leachman's walking around the house saying, Little girl. Little girl. Because <laughs> apparently she never told her her name. No. But she knows enough to call her dad. Yep. And she goes up into the attic and goes, Are you playing a joke on me? And I thought, this little girl's going to push her down the stairs.
0: <laughs> and steal all her money.
1: Yeah, she's going to she's gonna Alice sweet Alice her and pop out of nowhere and push her down the yeah, stairs. Yeah, because
0: who's gonna know? She's the town's witch. No one checks on her.
1: Yeah, it's Mrs. Deagle. Yeah,
0: but no, she just plugged in a bunch of Christmas lights.
1: All the Christmas lights, and Cloris Leachman loses her shit.
0: Because apparently, Cloris Leachman like used to have a whole bunch of decorations at her house, and it was like a crazy thing, and people loved it. But you're supposed to tell me that when you introduce meet this the witch character, yeah, where it's like, oh, you got to stay away from Miss Lotta. Ever since she stopped doing her Christmas decoration, she's been a real witch, like. No, this movie makes her look like a witch for the <laughs> entirety of the movie. Like, no, the, you're supposed to say she's been a real witch until uh, ever since the Christmas thing stopped. Like, yeah, that's that. Then I get it.
1: And she's like, all of a sudden, she starts pleading with her to put up her lights. And I'm like, Cloris Lichman is old, little girl. She,
0: she cannot put those lights up. <laughs> Also, she doesn't want to. Yeah, you do it. Leave her alone. You have
1: no say in this matter. No. This is not your house. These are not your lights.
0: She's an old lady. Like, leave her alone.
1: She's an old witch in a lovely bathrobe. So, she Cloris Leachman makes her get on the roof to plug in all the lights.
0: Which is super safe for an eight-year-old.
1: Mm-hmm. But it warms her heart, and Cloris Leachman goes, you, are an, you did a $15 job. Here's
0: $15, sweetheart. She did, she did a $500 job, Cloris. She cleaned out your hoarder <laughs> attic and then went on your roof.
1: Yeah, but, like, she only went on the roof because she was annoying.
0: She was hoping she would fall to her death and she could eat her. <laughs> yeah. That's the real thing.
1: She would fall right into the into the stockpile. Right,
0: exactly. And then it's all over. So
1: the little girl goes, I have to go. And Cloris goes, but I thought you were going to come inside and drink some milk and cookies. And, like, we were going to hang out. And she's like, I have something important to do. Bye. And runs away. And Cloris instantly goes back to being a witch.
0: Well, of course she does.
1: And right out of the movie.
0: <laughs> no, she pops back. No, When? Of course, she comes back like three times. What are you talking about? I don't remember that. When? Well, uh, She comes back in the church. She comes back with the singing at the end. She comes back like three. She's a vital part of this movie. She has. A, oh, she's like the secondary character. Uh, I don't remember seeing her again. They're back in the barn, and Johnny Galecki and some friends have come to look at the reindeer. And the girl... Mm-mm. Yeah. She chases him out with a knife.
1: What? Yeah. I missed that scene.
0: Yeah. Johnny Galecki and two boys from the class, or maybe the brother with Johnny Galecki and another boy from the class, but it was three boys walk in and she picks up like a handheld scythe, like the, the curved blade thing.
1: You are making this up. No,
0: I swear to God, this is in the movie. She doesn't, like, attack them, but she's like, get out. And they're like, no, She's like, no, get out. And they're like, I don't remember Meh. that. And she picks up the blade, and she's like, get out. And then they run away, and she chases them out the door and slams the door shut and, like, bitches about her brother.
1: Uh, hang on, now I started the movie. She just picked up a hand scythe.
0: Yeah. That,
1: what the hell? Jesus Christ.
0: So they go to church, and there's these wicked great haircuts all bound. It's like the classroom times two.
1: Oh, it's wonderful.
0: And I actually, in doing research for this, ended up on the website of the church from this movie who has like a whole page dedicated to it. And as they should be, we're like, yeah, we worked really hard and sang our song and they ended up only using our voices and not really showing us singing. There's like a quick clip of the people singing, but mostly it's just you hear them Mm -hmm. singing. And they were all kind of like, yeah, it was kind of disappointing, but still fun to be involved, whatever. Uh, And then a bunch of people in the church talking about how much they love the movie and yada, yada, yada. But the little girl... Is pantomiming to Lex Lex. and angry about this the big mouth, and she's like pantomiming like you've got a big mouth, but it's really awkward and sassy and stupid. And this Mm. is where I don't know how you missed it. Cloris Leachman has like a grand entrance in the middle of the church service while everybody stares at her, and then she sits on like a side pew. She's wearing all red. Anyway, everyone at church is like shaking the little girl's hand and saying like, Oh, thank you for brightening up my spirits around the holidays and blah, 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 blah. Because we should have mentioned before, this little girl is obsessed with yes, Virginia, there is a Santa Claus. And so this movie is trying to do like a weirdo pseudo like version you. of it. Yeah. Like the public domain version of it. So it's the same principle that the little girl warms everybody's hearts and reminds them of the Christmas spirit.
1: Hang on now. I want to see Clarice Leachman enter the church now. Oh god, she's singing so badly. Oh my god, I forgot that she started singing loudly and her teacher turns around in the church.
0: Yeah, she can pick like, that voice out at 500 like, yards.
1: Like, I spot you in five... And then she winks at her. Like she's, It's like, it's all good now. <laughs> when, when did it become all good?
0: I, I feel like that teacher hears that voice in her nightmares. Like, she's, she's, yeah. she's just endlessly grading papers as that little girl crones or drones on endlessly over... Her that, is, that is
1: her nightmares. That is the reason she drinks.
0: <laughs> you are a pit of sadness.
1: Oh, yeah. It's not really a grand entrance. But
0: it's, like, an entrance. Everyone stares at her.
1: Oh. I don't... Um, but, yeah.
0: Anyway, they go outside, and this guy who's played a bad guy in a bunch of stuff, and I recognize but was too lazy to look up, comes up to Sam Elliott and is like, Hey, hey I think I got a deal for you about that reindeer. And he's the local tri- Christmas tree farm owner. So Sam Elliott, who we've established, is real hard up, now has... In his possession, the most talked about thing in the entire town. And what does he do? He sells it. For $200. Oh. Like.
1: That's not enough money, Sam. No.
0: If you charged five bucks a head, you need 40 people to come to your barn to make that worthwhile. Like, come on, dude. That's ridiculous. Go with a couple hundred at least. Or just start charging people to come look at it in the barn. Five bucks a head. We're hard up. (laughs) So Prancer gets sent to live in a cage in the middle of a tree farm. And the little girl decides
1: owned by a butcher, apparently. Yeah,
0: and well, he's diversified his holdings, unlike Sam Elliott, who's decided the apples is the sole crop he needs to invest in. So apples
1: are the food of the future.
0: Maybe him and the butcher ought to have a conversation apple flour, about apple butter. Maybe even the butcher ought to have a conversation about finance diversification,
1: about vertical integration.
0: <laughs> so. The little girl goes, like, I need to bust Prancer out. And this is the line that I wrote down as the example of adult words in a child's mouth and being stupid. Because her and her brother are talking, and the brother's like, don't leave. Like, we love you. You know, you're annoying, but I love you. Blah, blah, blah. And this is an actual quote from the movie. He, With Prancer gone, there's nothing left for me in this town. Goodbye, Steve.
1: Yeah, I wrote that line down. Yeah. You have a family, bitch.
0: Right. And also like we're we're getting toward the end of the movie here mercifully. But thank god. She has a really strong attachment to Prancer despite not spending all that much time with Prancer.
1: Prancer doesn't talk, guys. Right. He's not a talking reindeer who helps her confidence or tells her that her mom is okay in heaven or right, whatever. Right. It's just a reindeer, a normal reindeer. But
0: beyond that, she doesn't even it's not like she hangs out with him in the barn. I guess the only thing is Prancer lets her believe that Christmas is real still, I guess, is supposed to be the takeaway, because I don't...
1: Maybe. But she is way too... Like, she loves Prancer. It's sort of at the end of Wizard of Oz when Dorothy turns to Scarecrow and goes, I'll miss you most of all, Scarecrow. I know, but they don't show that. (laughs) All of a sudden, like, wait, when did you guys fall in love and we missed that part? Right.
0: Um, So it's the big escape. They're working to get Prancer out, and then this bumbling idiot cop shows up, and he comes and talks to Prancer and is like, hey, buddy, I'll bring you some food later as the girl, like, dangles with her feet kicking over his head. Yeah, and,
1: and she she's, she, like, climbed, because she had climbed on top of the cage. Right.
0: By and God, Jimmy she, Snuka, the Superfly dive!
1: Her brother goes, no, you be lookout. I'm stronger than you. I'll break open the cage. Right. And so she walks away. Is like, I don't want to be lookout. He goes, no, you, someone has to look out. Or we're going to get arrested. <laughs> and her dad can't afford to get us out of jail, so go be lookout. Yeah. So then she climbs on top of the cage and rips the top off and goes, he's going to fly. Yeah. A lot of faith here, sweetheart.
0: <laughs> For a reindeer that you have yet to see fly.
1: Or show any magical properties. Right.
0: I, I, do you think it was just a budget thing that they couldn't afford it?
1: It has to be.
0: Because that would be the clincher, right? Like The, the better version of this movie, Prancer flies out of that cage.
1: And that's the end.
0: Or even if it's not the end, but like Prancer escapes by flying out of that cage.
1: Well, see, I think it would be Prancer flies out of that. It would be like Sam Elliott goes to, fight to get his kids and everyone converges on there Like the cops and the town and him and then he flies away and roll credits and the movie ends 20 minutes before. And
0: everyone has like a big smile on their face like watching Prancer. Yeah, It's like in the end of Elf
1: when when Santa flies over the crowd.
0: Yep. I'm in. I would. I think that's a better movie. But instead she falls from this tree branch after the cop leaves and looks dead.
1: I thought she died. I thought it was Night of the Living Dead when he hits his head on the yes. on the grave yes. on the gravestone.
0: She drops like a bag of dirt, and it's just like <laughs> whoop and his leg. She, she bag of soups. Yeah. <laughs> she she almost almost bag of soups. It's
1: very speaking close to a bag. Of, of did soup. I
0: mention this in the last episode that there's a trailer for a movie out right now where the guy does a full on bag of soup?
1: No, you you told me, but you didn't tell the tell the, the listeners. Okay,
0: so Dissectomaniacs, I often talk about. This person's falling from this height should be a total bag of soup. And the new movie by Shane Black. In, the Nice Guys. Thank you. The Nice Guys with uh, Russell Crowe and Ryan Gosling. Ryan Gosling. Watch the R-rated trailer for that because there's a scene about halfway through the trailer where two people jump off the roof of a building aiming at a pool. One of them lands in the pool and one of them lands in the concrete, and the concrete guy does 100% a bag of soup. A bag of soup. So, Shane Black, you are forever on the nice list of dissected the 80s because <laughs> that is all I ever want. I want people falling from great All I want for
1: Christmas is soup.
0: <laughs> is a bag of soup
1: all i want for christmas is soup (laughs)
0: soup so
1: baby in a bag
0: (laughs) anyway this poor little girl is dead we think (laughs) we hope (laughs) and this guy the brother goes running trying to track down the bumbling idiot cop who's you know driving away eating donuts or whatever uh the deer starts going ape shit in the cage and kicking at it. And I
1: thought, Oh, he's gonna fly now. Right. Now he's gonna fly. Right. But you piece of shit.
0: But do you think they really made the deer angry and try to break out? Because it looked pretty real.
1: It did look real. It didn't look like anything was fake. And I don't think um, they have a
0: budget for an animal. Like maybe they had a leg on a stick that they like, like a that they were kicking with. But it lo- oh, that would make sense. Yeah. But I, it was crazy how aggressive this this reindeer was being, and I kind of started feeling bad for the reindeer actor who is not a great reindeer actor. I'll be honest. The reindeer acting in this movie is subpar.
1: I mean, the reindeer acting pool is pretty slim. Like they've been coasting since the '90s yeah. with Santa Claus. Yeah,
0: exactly. So. The deer gets She's out. She's
1: despondent yeah. and doesn't, oh, the deer gets out. Yeah. She's in a coma, or not in a coma. She's, She's just, just sad or something. convalescing at home in bed. Yeah, doesn't believe in the reindeer anymore. And I was kind of like, thank God, this poor little girl, this is her disappointment, and yeah. she can get it all out of the way now.
0: Right, she finally, like, got to where she needs to be with this.
1: Like, she fell off a roof, guys. Yeah. Maybe now's the time to let her know that, like, hey, also Santa's not real. <laughs>
0: <laughs> right, right. So We'll just deal with this all at once. <laughs> yeah, just like a band-aid. Right off.
1: And the ant tries to do that kind of
0: Yeah, and it doesn't it doesn't work real. So Sam Elliott is looking at Prancer's Cage and like searching for answers because he's finally giving a shit as a father, I guess. Mm-hmm. And the cop comes up to him and is like, Hey, well we'll see you at the party later at your house? And Sam Elliott's like, What, there's a party at my house? And so it's revealed that this cop ruined a surprise and there's supposed to be like a haha moment of like this dumb cop, but who's throwing a surprise party at Sam Elliott's house and not telling him that it's happening?
1: Yeah, that's real shitty. Like, unless, it's, unless it's an on-your-lawn singing party for your sick daughter,
0: even you should tell him. Even if it is an on-the-lawn singing party for a sick daughter, be like, hey, man, we really think this would cheer up Jesse. Can we come by Saturday? Does Friday work better for you? Are you going to be home at 7 o'clock? Does she need to see another doctor? Like Any number of questions that can be answered by Sam Elliott, who is the father of this child, or like... What kind of cookies does she like? We're all going to bring her some cookies or whatever. I feel mm-hmm. like he should be involved and the child should be surprised, not the whole family.
1: Yeah, I would agree with that.
0: And so the little girl is in bed and she hears the singing outside. And again, Cloris Leachman is there, which you somehow missed.
1: I know. And I, love, I, I loved Cloris Leachman in this movie.
0: But before, I get, do they have the heart-to-heart before or after the singing? Who? Sam and the daughter.
1: I think it's like during the singing. Okay.
0: So maybe it, in any case, he comes and has like this heart to heart conversation with her. And I, you probably did not notice this, but I was super bored and was just like looking for details. He has a can of skull in his back pocket. Shut up. Yep, It's very visible around in his back pocket when he sits down. So I, I am uh, almost positive that this movie would never have shown that. So I think that was just Sam like getting into character. And uh, mm-hmm. I, I liked like catching that little glimpse of thing because I, I, there's no way that that was part of the character. He's not chewing during the movie. That we ever in the 80s, it might have been. Yeah, but we don't. I'm saying in the movie, you never see him spitting. Like he's never, he's never dipping. So I'm assuming it's just like a little, like he was finding that character, like, oh, this guy's a dipper. Or maybe Sam just dipped in real life at that time. I guess that's also an hundred percent possible. That is probably the more like, he seems like a cowboy. So probably, probably the truth there, I guess.
1: He is a cowboy.
0: He is. Sam is a legend, obviously. So crying, crying, crying during this heart to heart, which was kind of sweet. I'll be honest. This was a nice moment in this movie. It was a Mm -hmm. decently written conversation of like, hey, I'm sorry. Life is shitty right now. I love you kind of thing. Uh, so he
1: decides, hey, we have to get Prancer to that mountaintop like we told Santa we would. Yeah, your daughter has a probably severe concussion,
0: <laughs> easily broken ribs,
1: <laughs> maybe internal bleeding.
0: Yep, yep. A lacerated it's, spleen, something like it's that. It's probably
1: like wet sounding when she breathes. Yep, yeah,
0: yeah, that raggedy gasp. You,
1: you really shouldn't be care. And her, his sister in law is like. Sam Elliott, what are you doing? <laughs> the doctor says she can get up, but he probably didn't mean carry her around and take her to the fucking hilltop to set a deer free. Right. And he goes, I think I know what my daughter needs. <laughs> no, you're not a doctor. You're a farmer.
0: <laughs> there's also a scene where he says, yeah, she's real sick. She's not even listening to her Christmas records. No.
1: My daughter plays Christmas records year round. So
0: this is super out of the ordinary. So oh, Sam. they, they chase prancer or not chase but they follow prancer down this like no they put th- him in, i thought they put him in the truck yeah but they let him out and they're like yeah they're like following him down this path and prancer starts galloping and they're like trying to catch him and they get to the edge of the cliff and the footprints stop just stop and i go oh god bag of soup bag of soup
1: i wanted him to look over the edge and it's just like <laughs> legs all like like legs flat tongue out out bag of soup,
0: like oh man, I, this, It's like
1: four breadsticks sticking out of a soup bowl.
0: Because this movie has been this dark for this long, that I'm like, you know what? Maybe they do have the ultimate fu ending of just like the deer's dead and the little girl cries on the way home and knows that Christmas isn't real, like a it has like be. a Charlie Brown type show. There you go. And instead, Sam Elliott's like, no, nah, I think you flew out of here for sure.
1: I bet he did. <laughs> And then we see uh, like a shooting star go up to Santa's sleigh as it crosses the moon, and happy ending. Blah, a little blah,
0: swirl blah. of light, and that's that's the end of it. And so the thing that that you're leafing out there though is Santa comes by with his with his reindeer, right? Mm-hmm. And there's a hole missing where Prancer's supposed to go. Mm-hmm. So does that mean the town's Christmas display is somehow cosmically connected to Santa? Like, maybe. Like, is it imbued with the spirit of Santa, magically? And so whatever happens with that is tantam it, like, happens in real life with Santa? Is it like a voodoo doll for Santa and his reindeer?
1: Oh, I bet. I bet it is. It could be. It makes it more interesting. I know. But a lot of things make this more interesting.
0: Well, it's a pretty bad movie, so it's not easy. It's not hard to do that.
1: Roger Ebert loved this little girl. Really? Mm-hmm. What did he say? He said... <laughs> <clears throat> What really redeems this movie, taking it out of the category of kiddie picture and giving it a heart and gumption, is the performance by a young actress named Rebecca Harrell as Jessica. She's something. She has a troublemaker's look in her eye and a round pixie face that's filled with mischief, and she's smart. A plucky schemer who figures out things for herself and isn't afraid of her convictions.
0: I mean, as we've said before, I'm not real big on child actors. I think she is probably in the upper half of child actors. Yeah. Like I don't think she ruins this movie, but I also think it's just I mean, she ruins it for me. But it's like I mean, it's just not smart to make your movie have to be carried by an 8-year-old. Like that's a stupid And a
1: name. non-speaking deer.
0: Right. Like it, Why was it the
1: deer? Why wasn't Sam Elliott the voice of the deer?
0: Right. Or, or just have the deer talk, like or or do like have another person involved in this. You know, it just is it's hard to have a movie. It's it's the same problem we had with Battle for Endor. Like the deer mm-hmm. is the same as Wicked It's just a thing.
1: Yeah, it's just a, a, an object.
0: So that's a little bizarre. I mean, overall, I didn't hate this, but I just... It's, I did. I, I, as we've established before, I really don't care for Christmas movies because they're all yeah. the same. Like some, They usually
1: fall into one of two categories. It's either busy businesswoman or busy businessman or someone becomes Santa.
0: Well, I mean, it, all of them are... Someone doesn't get the spirit of Christmas, and by the end of the movie, has achieved the spirit of Christmas. But I have the spirit of Christmas, so I don't want to watch some shithead like learn to be just a normal person. Like, if you don't Got like it. Christmas, you're probably not a person I like hanging out with. Okay, I can see that. There's not a whole lot of things at this time of year that are pleasant. Being around your friends and family should be one of them. You know, either get better friends or spend less time with your family. Like, just you know, something in there. Yeah,
1: there's 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 something to do here. Yeah,
0: but in any case. We should do everybody's favorite segment. Hot tag tagline. You got one? Hot tag tagline.
1: Prancer. No, sir.
0: (laughs) Prancer. Wait, is there a witch in this movie? (laughs) So, since this is a movie like Roadhouse that stars Sam Elliott, we have to bring back the people's favorite segment, Mom's Man Crush Minute. to figure out how this version of Sam Elliott fits into the grand scheme of Sam Elliott's. And I'm curious because this is like Sam Elliott in full-on you know, dad-father mode. If that brings him up higher or, or in your eyes than my favorite Sam Elliott, long hair, ass kicker in, in Roadhouse. <laughs> so it's already been established that your favorite Sam Elliott is the one from, what's that movie called? Mask. Mask, that's right. Yes. So where on the continuum of attractive level for Sam Elliott does Prancer rank?
2: Well, I'm kind of a all-around girl so he's such a, a horrible father in this and andrew was defending him that he's broke and he but he's just not nice the poor he's cutting a branch off the tree and she comes up and he's he said i had some a uh, moment like oh he's okay because he said well how was it the christmas concert right and she excitedly told him about it and he didn't pay a single t- a attention to what she was he saying gave no shits
0: is how we would refer no. to that no
2: <laughs> and it just it so he doesn't he isn't charming or endearing in any way in this so it kind of like i'm glad i hadn't seen this before because it would have it would have killed it but yeah he just i'm hoping i didn't see the whole thing and i'm hoping he redeems himself in the end
0: well but, it is a christmas movie i think you yes can, you could fairly easily predict where that direction is headed
2: and I, I, it did. Did it say how long his wife had been gone? Because I'm sure he's still grieving.
1: They do not establish that at all.
2: Okay, so that's that's kind of like you've got to give him a little bit of the benefit of the doubt. But uh, his children are grieving as well. So it, it's I, I'm disappointed
1: in the father figure. Absolutely. Essentially, it's long enough that Lex from Jurassic Park doesn't think twice about saying there's no God or no heaven. Right. to the girl who lost her mother. So it's been that long.
0: She could okay. just be a dumb kid, though. Right,
1: right.
2: I think kids just don't take that sort of thing into consideration.
1: Yeah, but if my best friend's mom died within the last year, I wouldn't be talking about heaven or God at all.
0: I think you haven't met that many jerkwad atheists. Maybe she's just a young jerkwad atheist. <laughs>
1: So so I, I don't think she's the main antagonist in God is not dead trip. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Professor oh Dummy. Okay, so if mask is a ten Right and and I think we established. I'd say
2: Roadhouse. What, did I say I, that's like a seven? Okay.
0: Okay. All right. I was going to say I couldn't remember where we put it. So where where does Prancer simulate with the short hair, mustache is there in full force, obviously doing right. doing the Carhartt farmhand thing.
2: He's got like scruffy facial hair, so not an attractive scruffy facial hair.
0: I it's like a
2: five, a four or five because of his character in the in the movie. Okay. All right. Well, thank you for. I still say, I still say, he should have been the male figure <laughs> in the Bridges of
0: Madison County.
2: Every time I watch that movie, I think Sam Elliott should be
0: here. <laughs> I think, I think Clint is probably the only one here. I disagree.
2: know, but he he shouldn't have picked himself.
0: <laughs> well, uh, stay tuned for more Clint Eastwood soon, maybe. Uh, thank you for joining us on this week's dissect. Okay, East. look forward
2: to hearing what you guys say about it.
0: Great, thanks, Bob. So, as with last week, I think we're both not recommending this? Yeah. It's easily attainable. As I said, it's on ABC Family. So, if you're curious, you can watch it. There are worse Christmas movies than this. This is certainly better than your direct-to-TV Hallmark dreck by a wide margin. It's way yeah. more competently made than that. Uh, it's almost Christian, which makes it a little weird for me. It's, like, very close to being a Christian film. So, that's... Yeah,
1: it. It's it's close, but not not quite into that threshold. Right,
0: but with like a few tweaks to the writing, you could have made this a Christ- Christian based Christmas movie. Um,
1: Maybe there is no God.
0: <laughs> that should have been your tagline. <laughs>
1: it's just the prancer.
0: Maybe there is no God.
1: Oh no, I was just gonna do the slur. <laughs> oh, no.
0: um, obviously, the best '80s Christmas movie is Die Hard. I will accept no I, arguments.
1: Uh, Christmas Vacation.
0: Well, Gremlins is the '80s too.
1: That's true. There's the top three. I
0: double featured gremlins and die hard last weekend and they go together surprisingly well. Really? Yeah, it's a good, it's a good combo. Let's not get down. Die hard. Riddles. <laughs> uh, in any case, I think that about wraps it up for us. Merry Christmas. I hope it's a wonderful time for you and your loved ones. Yeah. We put this up Merry Christmas. early enough that uh, you should be able to listen to it while you're traveling. If you need it, uh, don't forget to rate us on iTunes and we'll read it on the show. That should be your Christmas present to us. If you're listening you to go. the show, take the two minutes Of your time I know it's a thing You gotta do It takes time But two minutes Review us on iTunes And we'll read it on the air Hoping to get a batch of them When we return It's free It is free And all it takes Is two seconds in them Wouldn't you Like to help Your favorite 80s podcast
1: In the arms of the angel
0: Would you like to give The Dissectomaniacs A clue for next week
1: The game is afoot Don't you forget about me
0: Dissect in the 80s is a chum sum of this production. Ow. You know Dasher and Dancer, Prancer and Vixen. Yeah. You know Dasher and Dancer, Prancer and Vixen. Co- Did I fuck that up? Dasher, Dancer, das- Prancer, Vixen, Comic Cube. Comic With me, as always. You're not going to say any holiday stuff? No? You good? Oh, you good with (laughs) it? I just thought you might, might, yes, and. It'd be be nice (laughs) if
1: you gave me a heads up. I
0: just thought of that on the fly. I thought you might also want to say Merry Christmas to people.
1: Oh, well, again, pointing to me, gesturing to me. I thought you
0: might come in. I was just giving you a moment to see if you'd take it.